hello again and welcome in wherever you are today, wherever you're listening from. I'm so happy to have you over to feast upon God's word together. Get your plate ready today and take a seat. It's the 44, which is Matthew 4 4. Man cannot live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Let's eat. I'm your host, Jed Yancey, and today marks a huge breakthrough on the podcast. Uh, a few weeks ago, had a buddy of mine mention uh, about doing video along with the podcast, and and I thought, okay, uh, as though it's not awkward enough just to hear my voice sometimes as I listen back. Now, uh, you know, you, you want me to record myself, and so uh, thanks a lot, Blake, and here we go. So y'all bear with me here today. I got <clears throat> cords all over the place, um, microphone, um, my notes, uh, the Bible. Uh, I got it all sitting right here where you can't see it. So uh, I'm all over the place here today, but may it never be that it takes away from what we're eating on today. So I want to start here today by by taking you back uh, 76 weeks ago. I, I just got an email from the platform that I use to record these podcasts with a uh, with a congratulations on the 75th episode of the 44. So today's is 76. Uh, it's pretty crazy, first off, how fast time flies. But in taking you back that far and even, even farther back than 76 weeks, even before I started uh, you know, doing what I'm doing now. Personally, one of the greatest hesitations I had about leaving what I was doing as a as a high school teacher and as a baseball coach uh, was was one verse from James chapter three. And in, in looking back a year and a half ago, you know, there were so many things in that transition to consider, uh, to, to think about, to pray about, and, and I did all of that. But I would say. In the end, really, only one thing had me um, really, really reconsidering, and it was this in James chapter 3 and verse 1 that reads, Let not many of you become teachers, uh, knowing that as such we will incur a stricter judgment. Now, those words may not mean much or mean a whole lot to you guys listening, but Again, they're they're just as big of a deal now to me as they were just a short year and a half ago. And and why? Well, it's a pretty sobering thought, first off. Like, you know, the idea of being one that is a teacher in the church is is so much more uh, you know, than than just having the ability to do it. And so what I agreed to upon doing what I'm doing now is is that. Basically, when that day comes, I'm willing to be judged more strictly, and that's what I signed up for. Now, while I'm not sure what that looks like in its totality, I can only assume that that because of this, um, while I know this applies to so many aspects of of how I live and how I talk and how I uh, do life and and what I do and what I don't do, I, I know that it also applies in a much stronger sense to what I teach and and what my influence is on others through what I say in teaching, uh, you know, from the pulpit, um, teaching through this podcast, 
all the things. And I begin that way today because I, I want you to know that I, I very carefully try to make sure that that what I'm saying and what we're eating on each week stays in line with the truth as it pertains to God's word and, and not necessarily mine. And, and what I've found to be the hardest part of what I do now is making sure that all that I've studied, all that I've planned for, um, all that I've got in front of me to present, to teach, to preach on is in line with what God says. Uh, I think most especially the the preaching part. I, I tell people all the time, it's a different kind of animal. And, and I knew that it would be like I, I come from the background of preparing to teach a classroom full of of 30 students or, uh, you know, 30 student athletes Um and, you know, 50 minutes later, the bell rings and, and they go to the next class and the next group of 30 comes in. And I teach the same thing over and over every day, uh, six times. And then when tomorrow comes, we do it all over again. And I can always go back and I can always correct any any mistakes I made or that my students made. I can even repeat the lesson altogether if necessary. And so you know, preaching is different. It's it's one shot. It's 300 people, give or take. There is no redo. There is no do-over. And, you know, that keeps me up at night. Um, I was just talking to my dad about this, who's who's been a preacher for decades, and he said the same with him, always making sure uh, he, he's got the right approach, um, should I add this? Should I take this out? Should I include this or that? Should I not include this or that? Uh, it's not easy, but anyways, I, I say all of that to lead you into what we're talking about today um, with these itchy ears uh, that I told you last week I was going to touch on because another part of of what I told you last week is that in this study uh, of worshiping in spirit and truth, not only have I been evaluating myself in that and evaluating us here at Central, but also tuning myself into some other churches around town. And I, I told you last week, I was a little shocked by some of what I've heard and some of what I've listened to. And and so I guess maybe the best approach here as we start is to let me go ahead and, and read this verse from 2 Timothy chapter 4, where these itchy or or ears being tickled uh, comes into play. It actually begins in 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16. So we're going to start there. And as maybe you can recall, this is Paul addressing the young preacher, Timothy, and he says this. Uh, all scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be adequate and equipped for every good work. I solemnly charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead and by his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with great patience and instruction. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But wanting to have their ears tickled, they will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance with their own desires. And they'll 
turn away their ears from the truth and will turn aside to myths. But you, Timothy, be sober in all things, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, and fulfill your ministry. You see, wherever you are and wherever you go to worship, there is a premium that's placed by God on the ones who are standing before you to preach and to teach. As we already read from James, not only are they held to a stricter judgment, but but there's this premium that's placed on preaching the word. And so Paul says to Timothy here, man, preach the word. Well, what is the word? Well, well, we might be real quick to say, well, well, duh, Jed, like the, the word is the Bible. Like he, he's telling Timothy to preach the Bible, God's word, the words of God that we're able to read inside this book that we call our, our Bible. Paul just got done saying it's profitable for teaching, for training in righteousness. But, but you know what else the word is? You remember John chapter 1? As as John begins, and he says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. It's that same Greek word for the word, word, <laughs> logos. It's used in John 1, and it's the same word that's used here in Paul's letter to Timothy. So, yeah, preach the Word. Preach the Word of God, the words of God. The words of Christ, the teachings of God, the teachings of Christ. Preach it, preach that, preach all of it. But you see, there are parts of all of it that, you know, I'll just tell you personally as one who preaches and teaches now, you know, God's word, that that I, there are parts of it I would love to just pass over. And, you know, if you want to know what one of them is, well, last week's episode, like, do you know how hard it is to tell people? that they could be worshiping God in error? I mean, how, how nice would it be to, to preach and to teach that anything goes in our worship? And yet, from the very beginning of time, that's never how God operates. That's not what we know about God. Can I take you back a few months ago to the donut episode on homosexuality? Like, do you know how easy or how at ease I would be to to preach and teach that all men, no matter how they live and what they do, will go to heaven. And now that's God's desire. God desires for all men to be saved. But the reality is that many will not be. Like, as you take a look at this, this part of Paul's letter to Timothy, not only does he tell him to preach the word and preach all of it, no matter how you feel and don't skip over parts. Like some of the stuff in God's word is to reprove, correct, rebuke. And those aren't super fun words, but, but what he also says is that there will be a time. And I would suggest the time has, has been always and forever will be that they people, man, will not endure and will not be able to put up or bear with sound doctrine, which is the true teachings of the word. But instead of that, what we just read was, Paul says, instead of hearing and acting on what is true and right by God's standard, 
People will want to have their ears scratched or their ears tickled by those men and and women now, uh, which is another episode altogether and entirely, but that only want to scratch the itch of men or tickle their ears. It's said here by Paul that these people will accumulate for themselves teachers and preachers or ministers, pastors, whatever you want to call them, that teach in accordance with what they desire. And in doing so, what will be the result? Well, those very ones that that are are dressed in a suit and and stand up on on a stage that you know three hundred or however many make up your congregation look to 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 preach the word will be teaching and preaching people away from the truth, and the people will turn aside into myths and fables. You know, oftentimes when when I study something that I was taught years ago is to know that, number one, for God's word to say it one time is more than enough for it to be held up as truth. But even more so is number two, not that I would remove one verse, um, but but you consider like even if you were to remove one verse— like this, for instance, and and for God's word to still say it somewhere else, that that can be and should be held up in even that much more truth. Again, what we're talking about here is a great example of that, and, and you don't have to go very far, because even if you remove what Paul says here and what he writes here and what he says to Timothy at the beginning of this letter in chapter uh, in chapter 1, in verse uh, 13, he says, Retain the standard of sound words which you have heard from me. Um, you know, Timothy, hold fast to the truth. Preach the word. Um, he, he says the same thing. I, I guess here's where I'm going with this today for your 44. Not just for me as a preacher, but for us as Christians— like we can go all the way back to the first two humans on this earth, Adam and Eve, and know that man has always had a desire to do it our own way and to desire variety for for someone else to for for man to scratch me right where I itch and to tickle my ears. But we've all got to be so careful because what God says here through the pen in hand of Paul is that. If we have men not preaching the word and the truth and, and and all of the word and all of the truth, then on on top of that, we have people that are reje- rejecting the truth uh, and, and rejecting the word. Then the, the danger is not that the people will get to a point where they believe nothing. The danger is that they will get to a point where they believe anything and believe in anything including man himself. And so, you know, y'all, I'm never going to sit here and say, I I got it all right. And and even if I felt like I did, what a dangerous place to, to be, to feel, and to say that I've got it all figured out. Again, I do not. But I will say this, like, based on some of the things I've heard or tuned into here recently, and then in talking to to people who will go to a certain place only because of the man that that gets up and speaks 
you got to be and you better be watchful. What I'm about to say is true of the time Paul wrote this letter to Timothy and is still true today. And it's this, not everyone who opens a Bible and starts talking is doing what Paul encourages Timothy to do in preaching the word. I think, you know, there are many well-intentioned preachers that are actually preaching themselves rather than the word. And so, as I begged you to do last week, I'll beg of you again, open your Bible. Is God's word being preached? Are you being taught the truth? Or is your only desire to have your ears scratched and tickled? I think based on what Timothy or excuse me, what Paul says here to Timothy, we know where that can lead us. Now, before I leave you, I, I can't help but to include a, a few of the last verses of the entire Bible from Revelation 22. Like, just in case we dare to even consider that man's move away from the word and, and the truth is even a little bit okay, listen to these words. Revelation 22, I, I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to them, did you hear that? If anyone adds to them, God will add him to the plagues which are written in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of this book of prophecy, did you hear that? God will take away his part from the tree of life and from the holy city which are written in this book. It's for real and it's legit. And in God's eyes, it's a very serious matter with a serious consequence in hand. Man, this is not easy stuff today, y'all, but the last part of what Paul says to Timothy that I want to draw your attention to is this. It's not just for me because I do what I do. It's for all of us. He, he encouraged Timothy to always be ready in season, out of season, doesn't matter. You see, God's word, the truth, it should be preached and it should be taught when it's easy and also when it's hard. It should be taught in season and out of season, today, tomorrow, up until the trumpet sounds. Just preach the word. May the same be true of me and the same be true of you, that not only do we preach the word and preach the truth, but we hear the word and we hear the truth no matter what. And that is what we desire. I love you guys. I thank you so much for listening today, and I'll talk to you again next week.